Remember, you can stay up to date on the latest news with the Irish Independent WhatsApp channel. This week on Crime World... There was a Republican police from 1920. I mean, the IRA was effectively trying to run an underground government. And actually, there was a crime wave. 1919-1920, there's a wave of bank robberies, post office robberies, robberies of individuals, robberies of pubs in Dublin and in rural areas as well. So the IRA tried to actually clamp down on that. On occasion, solving bank robberies and giving the money back to the banks. I'm Nicola Tallent, and you can listen to my podcast, Crime World, wherever you get your podcasts. It's incredible. It's it's nothing but positive for Dublin. Like you know, if that guy just sits on the bench for that the rest of this season, which probably won't be the case, but if he does, they'll, they'll still get this energy from him. That'll be massive. The Gaelic football world was rocked on Sunday afternoon with the return of Stephen Cluxon to the Dublin squad as he took his place on the bench for the National League game against Louth. His first Dublin involvement since the All Ireland final in 2020. And on today's episode of the Throwing Podcast, I'm delighted to be joined by Philly McMahon to discuss all the fallout from the news. Will Slattery here with you as always. And Philly, what was your reaction first and foremost? Did you have any inkling that this was coming down the road? Will had a clue. I was, uh, when you say coming down the road, I was up in uh, Tyrone. I was doing co-commentary for BBC and uh, about five minutes into the second half, I got a photo sent to me of this strange person on the bench with a hat on. I was like, who is this? Like, give me some clues. Like, and then obviously someone put on, because I, I didn't know, I wasn't at the Dublin game, didn't see that he was, uh, he was talked out or warmed up or anything like that, you know? And uh, someone just said, the king is back. <laughs> so uh, I, I showed uh, Thomas Niblock, who was doing the commentary with me, I showed him and he was, he was, he, he stopped. He stopped in his his sentences and just kind of got shocked. But yeah, I suppose even after Armagh getting relegated and Tyrone um, beating Armagh, like there was the talk was all about Cluxon's back, Cluxon's back in Armagh. Sorry, in Tyrone, you know. Um, so yeah, it shook it shook the GA world. It's 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 kind of that I know of. It's the first of its kind in the GA world. Um, in my era, in anyway, I know maybe there was there could have been players that have been brought back from other other kind of generations, but this is it's incredible. It's it's nothing but positive for Dublin. Like you know, if that guy just sits on the bench for that the rest of this season, which probably won't be the case, but if he does, they'll, they'll still get this energy from him. That would be massive. Yeah. So you think there's no downside to someone like with his presence and personality two years away coming back in the team has moved on in the years previous in terms of developing new leaders or other guys stepping into the role he would have maybe had him coming back in like what role does he have now on training say if they're training tonight is, is he the same Stephen Cluxon he was in 20, 2020 or is he feeling his way back in like what how do you how do you envisage that working out I would imagine because we nobody knew right so um, it's very hard to keep something like that quiet and for me, I would imagine that he, as a person, will go in and ease himself into the change room again. I couldn't see... Well, he's not that type of guy that would be come, in, come into the change room and be loud and listen to me and I'm the leader and I was the captain. That's not who he is. Um, I'm sure he'll build himself back into the environment. And he was never, for me, someone that would stunt the grunt of others' um, growth in terms of leadership, you know? Um, your main leader in your team is the one that looks a little bit into the future, but also 
focuses on the present and supporting the others around them. And that's why he was the captain for so long. So as much as people out there might think uh, Stephen Cluxon going in there is going to stunt the leadership of these young players coming through, it's actually probably the opposite. Some of these young lads coming through now will be able to look at him and say, or, you know, maybe the young lads that are coming through the ranks now in the senior squad are saying, now I've got the chance to actually sponge off his information and his knowledge when I probably missed that boat if I only got on the squad the last two years, you know. So there is obviously the narrative around, well, at Dublin desperate. But like, come on, it's Stephen Cluxon. What do you mean desperate? <laughs> like, you know, any county team would pull him back in regardless, like, you know. And, and I also think then, there's the narrative around, oh, does this mean that they're throwing everything at it? They're going to throw everything at it in any way, regardless. So for me, I think it's important, um, you know, there's, there's factual information that, that Desi gave yesterday in his interview that they're struggling. Um, the 20s keeper, I think, or the 21s keeper got injured. Evans being injured. And it, it opens a vacuum for someone like Stephen to come in, first of all, from a skill set point of view. But, the benefit of him, you know, being in the change room is just, it's, it's immeasurable. Like it's huge. And do you think he has been a massive loss in that sense? Obviously like the goalkeeping position, Evan Cumberford, I think by all accounts, everyone seemed to think he was playing you know, reasonably well in that side of it. But just the presence of Stephen Cluxon, has that been a huge reason why Dublin haven't won an All-Ireland since he left? I think, I think it's unfair on, on to say that it is from his point of view, as well as uh, Evans. It's like, you can't say, Cluck out, it's your fault. We haven't won in the last two years, or Evan, it's your fault. Uh, I think Evan was brilliant in the semi final last year, saving, you know, uh, some crucial saves throughout the year, but also in the semi final. Um, and I think Evan, Evan is himself, you know, although he has very similar characteristics, because that's where he's, that's whose predecessor has been. So left for really kind of, um, really good vision when he's kind of scanning out with his kick outs, good shot stopper, um, you know, really into the the other levels of what it takes to be an inter-county footballer in terms of doing the analysis stuff, doing the, you know, looking at different ways that he can break down uh, the opposition on the kick outs, all that sort of stuff. That's, Evan is brilliant at all of that, but he's also himself. He's also his own keeper. Um, but he's out of the equation now. David Hanlon's there as well, who's been very good. Um, but I still think David Hanlon needs the time that Evan was given. You know, and I think it's unfair just to throw David in. Although his capabilities, he, he will be okay if you put him in there. I think the other thing we have to look at is the full back line. And there's no doubt that there's a need for experience in front of the full back line. Okay, so you're going to go, well, what, what are you on about? Philly McFitz is there. David Bourne is there. Owen Morton was there yesterday. I think a huge part of uh, the Dublin setup over the years was having somebody important in front of those. There's no point having Stephen Cluxton in goal, stopping goals when there's points being conceded because of this, the support in that full back line. And I, I have to give credit to Lewood yesterday. You know, they cut, they cut the Dublin full back line out uh, so many times with killer passes, unbelievable passes, by the way. Um, so I think it's crucial, like when you look at um, Johnny Cooper stepping away this year, he would be somebody I'd be headhunting now and saying, listen, there's precedence there for Cluckow going back. Would you not come back, stay as a sweeper, sit in front of the three boys, 
I'd be worried if I was the rest of the country if those two boys, if Klucker comes back and Johnny Cooper's back. I'm not sure if that's it in the pipeline, but I'm putting it out there, Will. That's who what I'd about be Philly McMahon? What about Philly McMahon coming back? Jeez, if I was a sweeper, maybe, but now like, I was always seen as a, an, an orthodox fullback, you know, and uh, my wife would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> but it is interesting, you know, Paul Mannion coming back, he came off the bench yesterday. Jack McCaffrey, who hasn't featured a huge amount in the league, but obviously coming back as well. Uh, like, is it all positive in your view, or is there a case of everywhere, like, you know, the, the team moves on, two years is a long time for guys not to be involved? Like, well, you know, they've used different options in the squad in the intervening years, or, or for you, is it all kind of an upside? It's difficult because this, obviously, they haven't won in the last two years, so there's, a, there's definitely a space there for adding to the squad, adding to the squad with, um, with certainty. You know, that these boys have played for Dublin, have won all Ireland's, know the, the the game inside out. It's not, it, it's much, it's like when you have an employee, it's better to retain your employer employee than actually getting a new staff member in because the amount of time it takes to build them up. You know, if, if you, um, if you were an employee and they moved and you went to another company um, and down the line, you had a choice between bringing in a new employee and training them up or going and getting that employee that knows your company inside out and bringing them back, that process would probably be much easier. In saying that, sport is very different because of the physical attributes of the game, obviously. Stephen is 41. He's a goalkeeper. That allows him to come back. Steve, uh, Paul Mannion and Jack McCaffrey are young enough to get back into it. Um, there is a certain physical threshold that you will realise in your career. Look, I, I if I go back there... Um, Physically, I'm not going to be able to manoeuvre as well as I used to. And that's what you'll be remembered for in your career then. It's how you finish your career, essentially, to, you know, is, is initially what you'll be remembered for. Um, and then, obviously, then what you've done throughout your career comes after that. So, for me, I think it's crucial that, um, you know, there's an outlier there in Stephen going back at the age he is. But Paul and, and Jack, they're young enough to go back Um and as I said, it's much, it's a much easier process to 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 build in Stephen Clucks and Paul Mannion and Jack McCaffrey than it is to give, you know, a wing back corner forward or goalkeeper two or three years to to, to be one of those um, engaged type players that is settled in in the squad because it takes time, it takes time. What like so? What do, what happens with Stephen Clucks now? Does he start against Derry? Like do, like what what's your kind of thoughts on like what, how he should be managed or handled now that he's back in the squad? Well, I believe Desi said that he's not come back to just sit on the bench. He's come back to play. Um, so the difficulty is where, when, like what has David Hanlon done to be replaced by Stephen Cluxon? And that's the way we've always been with Dublin, particularly under Jim Gavin. When you're given the jersey, it's your job to hold onto the jersey. And if you, unfortunately, underperform, it's the next man up and the next man gets that jersey. So for it would be very harsh. It'd be very harsh for David Hanlon to be to be um to, to, to be taken out for the Derry game and Stephen to go straight in. However, when is he going to get the chance? You know, changing a goalkeeper during championship is probably a difficult thing to do. Although Mayo Mayo done it in big games, I don't I'm not sure that it is a bit. It's, it's a good move, you know. So, do you, do you play Stephen in the next game on on you know on the merit of who he is and what he's done, and risk if 
if he underperforms, what happens then? Does that have repercussions for the squad, for the, the noise around the squad? And that's that's going to be crucial. When Stephen plays, um, there'll be a lot of questions asked and the crucial ones will be, uh, is he has he is, is he passed it? Um, all of those things that people probably wish outside of Dublin will happen. Um, so I don't know. It's 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 a it's a hard call for for Desi. David Hannon is a young goalkeeper. Um, I'd say it'd be much more a di- much more difficult decision for for Desi if Evan was in goal because Evan is the number one goalkeeper and has been for the last couple of seasons. David Hanlon is a young lad that, that would have been seen as the tour choice keeper when 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 uh, when when Klucko was there, but also when Klucko moved on, he became the second choice keeper. So it's much easier for the manager to say, okay, hold on a second. We just want to try see what Klucko's like against Derry. But I just think that brings a, a different pressure, you know? Yeah. Like, is it a danger of it becoming a distraction? Say if he doesn't end up starting and he is on the bench and people are just like kind of questioning the whole time, like about the, the behind the scenes. And obviously before when he stepped away, Desi Farrell didn't seem to know if he had retired in 2021 or if he was coming back or, or what have you. So if he comes back and he doesn't end up being the starter, does that create its own issues then? Yeah, like when, when Desi back then said he didn't know whether he was retiring or not, um, I would imagine that was... I, I would imagine that was to keep the opponents on their toes, whether they knew who was going to be playing in goal, you know. Um, but he was right. He didn't know whether he was retired. Everybody else thought he'd retired um, and that he's just gone out the back door and that was him and that's the way he would. He, that's that's Stephen Cluxton. But I think um, he was right to say that because now he's back. So is it going to be a distraction if he doesn't play? I think the game's going to come ticking fast now. So if you're going to play Stephen Crooks in the tall this season, you've got to play him next. You've got to play him in the next game. But as I said, it's it's very harsh on, on David Hanlon. But you think he, you, if it was you, you'd start him on Sunday? If my goal was to win an All-Ireland this year and not think about next year or the year after or development, Stephen Crookson's playing against Derry for me. Because it's an interesting one, yeah, because you're kind of balancing the future and the present. And you said that Dublin are throwing everything at this. Like You, you mentioned Jim Gavin there. If Jim Gavin's the manager, does Stephen Cluxon come in after two years and start this weekend? I, I feel like that's not something he would have, he would, might have done as the manager. Well, yeah, I challenge that. I definitely think Jim Gavin would have done the same thing. I, I think you, I, I don't know now. I'm going to put this out there. I have a sniff about, like, again, this is just my opinion and, and it could be total BS. Like, I have a feeling there's, there's a kind of a hint of Pat Gilroy off this a little bit. And I don't want to disrespect Desi by saying that, but when I was on the team in 2009, sorry, when I got dropped off the team in 2009 by Pat Gilroy, I remember there was one or two, three players. There was a guy brought in from Ballywan Kickham's called Ender Dolan. There was uh, James O'Connor from Thomas Davis. And Gary, what was Gary? I think Gary was from Aaron's Oil. So there was three lads brought in Pat, Pat's first year I was dropped and they were they were kind of more let's say an experienced age they weren't old they were just you know a bit more older than me put it that way but I remember thinking at that time that's interesting like Pat 
you know, it doesn't really, it doesn't really um, go off the age profile kind of culture that we have in the GA, which is crazy. Like, you know, that once you retire, more than likely you have to be retired. You know, there's only one other case, which is, was it Stephen O'Neill? Hmm. He was the only other, other example. Yeah, um, come back. Yeah, so so for me, uh, there's a little hint of Pat Gilroy off this. I could be totally wrong, but I I, I would uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, yeah, it's funny, like because obviously Pat Gilroy was announced that he was back involved in some capacity, but we don't really know what he's doing. Like Jack McCaffrey's back; he hasn't really played much. Mannion's back; like all these guys are operating, but we don't really. So little gets out of Dublin. Like Cluxton walking into Crow Park was the first time anyone knew, which is mad. I know you were involved in the setup, but that level of secrecy is, is impressive. I'm telling you now, like if that that had to be like done, like really within a week, I I couldn't imagine that being unless there was only two. Like it's it's just too hard. Like you know, your partner, maybe your uh, brothers, sisters, mother, father. It's just so hard to keep under wraps. That had, for me, the process of that again, it could be totally wrong. Is like let's put this picture out here, Desi. Or look out, one of them contact each other. Thinking of coming back, yeah, okay, great. Uh, we've matched against Derry this week. Show up. That's where I think that, that's how quick that's about to happen because it's just no way you can keep that secret. Like this fella has been a game changer for for football. A game changer, his biggest name I would think in the sport. Right? How how do you keep that quiet? It just it has to be a short term. Quick decision, right? Come in. We're playing Derry. Oh, we're playing. Sorry, yeah, loud this week. Come in, and then look. We look at the Derry game for the week. The week after, you know. Do you think he maybe missed it? Is that why he's back? That he missed the competitive, you know, being in the arena, being in that cauldron, being in Croke Park in the big days. You think he never really did much media or anything? So it's hard to know what he was thinking. But he didn't seem like someone who would. Who would he seemed like he seemed like somebody who might just walk away. But clearly, he's back. He he obviously wants to be involved. Oh, well, like, there's not one player that has retired or stepped away that doesn't miss it. You know, there's not, they're lying. You know, there's different levels of what they miss and there's different experience they miss. But um, your brain still thinks, like, when, when Stephen Cluxton uh, was, was announced that he was, he was talked out and I'm up in, in the, the gantry in, in, uh, in Oma, I'm thinking, oh, I'm going back train tomorrow. You know that way, like, and there's not a chance I'm going back there. But your head is crazy. Like, it's when you've played, I've played 14 years at that level. Like, your head is just does not kind of have a good relationship with your actual logic thoughts. You're just, you know, so for me, um, no, every every player, you, you've been your outfield players being their 40s and 50s and still think they can play in the county. They just, they just, it's just ingrained in their, in their, the conscious minds that they can still do it. They're, they're habitual, we're habitual, you know, creatures. So if you've done certain things over 14 years, they're going to, you're going to still think you can do those things, you know? So last question before we, we finish up with, with this news, with Cluxton's return, are, are Dublin All-Ireland champions in 2023, do you think? I don't know. I don't know. I think this league has been absolutely crazy. Like when you look at it, um, the permutations of what could have happened yesterday of teams going into the, 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 the final playoff or to being relegated like Armagh being relegated yesterday um, Monaghan beating you know uh, Mayo Monaghan beat Mayo, Mayo sorry Mayo and then Galway beating Kerry sorry so like 
that's the special thing about the league. It's it's incredible. And the reason I'm saying that is like you kind of start to develop a picture of who's going to be contenders from the league. But then you have Derry and Dublin on the other side of it that have done unbelievably well. Um, you look at Kildare and Mead who have struggled and loud jumping over them, like you know. So are Dublin in a better position now to potentially win an All Ireland? I definitely think so. And you're missing the point there. Stephen Cluxon comes back, Dublin wins an All Ireland, possibly. And Stephen Cluxon, Nick Fitzsimons, and James McCarthy wins a ninth All Ireland. I think that's a story to tell. Yeah, well, it's certainly set to be up to be an intriguing couple of weeks and a few months. I'd like to thank Philly McMahon for joining us in the latest episode of the Throw On Podcast. We'll be back next Monday with another show looking back on all the league action. In the meantime, you can subscribe to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or listen on independent.ie. So until next time, thanks for listening and goodbye.